Welcome back to the Against All Odds, the Less Than 1% Chance podcast with your host, Maria Ponte, where we will hear stories of incredible people thriving against all odds. And my hope is that we can all see how life is always happening for us, even when we are the Less Than 1% Chance. Hey, hey, welcome back to Against All Odds, the Less Than 1% Chance podcast with your host, Maria Aponte. I'm going to try very hard to keep it together. This is going to be a episode that I am dedicating to my dad. It's dropping on the anniversary of his passing, and I'm going to be so thoughtful in how I say things so that, number one, I can actually get through the episode and also honor my feelings and all the things that come up. But I really just want to be honest and authentic and vulnerable and and very clear on this journey of grief. And it is really a journey that I have been on, but has never hit in this way. I've been on a grief journey for somebody outside of my immediate family, and that was very hard. However, my dad was my very first and forever love of my life. He was the absolute best dad. Not perfect, because who is? But he was absolutely one of the most genuine and just loving individuals. And this isn't only because I'm his daughter. This is coming from the fact that there are so many people that felt his love and his charisma and his heart. And it's really, truly inspiring to see his legacy live and in person and feel it and hear about it from people. So here we go. (laughs) My dad absolutely loved his job. He loved what he did. He would be the happiest sitting on his workbench, working on a watch, deconstructing and reconstructing. He was the best watchmaker. When anyone would ask him, Manuel, how are you? He would say, elegante, buen mozo y guapo, which means something like, I'm elegant, I'm good looking and handsome, let's say right? So elegant, good looking, and handsome. That's how he would respond. And he would always say, my mom always said it. So if my mom always said it, it had to be true. And that's how he was with everyone. He would absolutely hug a stranger if he felt in his heart that it needed to happen. He was, I remember him coming home from work when I was little and it would be like heaven's opened oh my gosh I would run in his arms and 
be so excited. And then I would have him sit down on the couch and I would take off his shoes and his socks and he would, it would just be coming home from a long day of work. And we owned our own business at the time, but it was just, that was my relationship with my dad. Did we have times that were tough? Absolutely. Was he stubborn as all hell and frustrated me many times? Yep, that happened. However, those times were nothing in comparison to all of the love and all of the support and all of the loving words and all of the amazingness that he exuded and all of the lessons that I learned from him and those minuscule times of frustration or anger or, oh my God, my parent, I'm telling you, they are so minimal in comparison to what I have been able to experience on the opposite end. With that being said, he passed away October 13th of 2022. And that was after nine long days of hospice in our home and five long days of him in the hospital for probably the third or fourth time in two months, maybe two or three months, he was ready. He was a very faithful person and he was just ready to go home to God. And I respected that. And I felt so honored that I was able in the last two years to have the flexibility in what I do in my business and job to be there with him at almost every single doctor's appointment, every single chemo appointment, anything, anything he would ask me for. In the mornings, he would get up and I would already be at his house and he would come and give me a kiss good morning and give me a hug good morning. And he used to call me Tita. I don't know where that came from. I mean, my middle name is Teresa, so I don't know if it's something in relation to that, but he would call me Tita. And and then (laughs) he would say, God bless you, Tita. Good morning, whatever and give me a hug and a kiss. And I wanted to do nothing more than serve whatever he needed, anything that he needed. He needed me to call the insurance company on it. He needed me to make an appointment for for a doctor on it. He needed me to make a lab work appointment. Did it. Call this, call that. I was there wholeheartedly to help him in whatever he needed. And I feel very grateful that I got to spend that time with him. And on the same token, it hurts so much not to have him around. Okay, 
I'm going to take a deep breath. It hurts so much not to have him around. And the tough part about everything has been that because I took care of all of the things, when he passed, so many of those things fell on on me to do. And not because I didn't want to do them, but it just felt just natural and correct and right for me to take care of everything and cancel all the credit cards and make sure that I got the death certificates to the places that needed to happen. He gifted me his car because I had lost my car in Hurricane Ian and it was totaled. And so I didn't have a vehicle. So the last the last present that he gave me, he told my brothers when he was in the hospital that he wanted me to have his car so that I would be taken care of. And just changing everything over to my name. And it was so much that had to happen after he passed that I was so busy and did not allow myself the time to grieve and to lose it. Yes, I would have moments, right? I would have these little moments, but I felt like I needed give me a week to just crumble so that I could then pick myself back up and allow all those emotions out and just help my body regulate this loss. And I didn't really give myself the chance to do that. And So this is where I would encourage anybody in a caregiver position, anybody in just a child or any loved one that you are taking care of in whatever way while they're sick I am going to encourage that you give yourself time to grieve. Everything, excuse my language, but everything can go to hell in a handbasket. I don't care. Everything can go to hell. And you give yourself the time to process this loss, to process grief, to allow yourself to feel all the feelings to laugh at all the memories and cry at the loss of them. Allow yourself to do this. And I'm saying this because in the last year, I've suffered a lot of issues with my hormones. Just being able to go through these emotions and I've kept myself so busy with everything else that I haven't had the chance to just sit and cry and just allow all of those feelings to happen. And I took this week, I had been quiet on social media last week and I didn't understand why can't I get my head into this? I run a business and 
I have to show up and all these things. And I really sat there on Sunday and wanted to share the process of grief and the the lessons that I learned from him and the the emotions that went in to this week. I remember the memories of a year ago from this recording. I saw my dad on his bed begging us to get him off the bed and onto his wheelchair because he was so determined and so relentless in the fact that he needed his last bits of moments of, of will and strength to get onto that wheelchair, even if he was in so much pain. Between my cousin and I, we got him up off the bed and onto the wheelchair. And I saw the most tender moments between my mom and him. And like I witnessed what more than five and a half decades of love and companionship and in the life together culminated till death do they part and it was beautiful and it was heartbreaking and I wholeheartedly feel that that relentless will was his last ditch effort to say this is what I want and I want to have you make this happen for me and I want to sit because I've been laying here for days and days and days and I'm tired and he could barely speak at this point and he was just so skinny and his room was never empty the house was never empty. And in those moments, it was just me, my mom, and my cousin. And we helped him get up. And he was able to do it. And we weren't able to move him much more than that. He always said he wanted to die on his couch, on his corner of his couch. But he even realized that, leave me here. I'm I'm done. I can go back to bed now. But I feel like I got that spirit of relentlessness of achieve going after my dreams no matter what because I saw him do it. I saw him take us from a little town in Puerto Rico where he was mega successful in his business, mega successful. We had a custom house built that he built little by little. It was paid off. My mom had a sewing business in the home. He had a jewelry shop that was super successful, always busy. We were surrounded by family and we went from that I was four and a half. So my 
oldest brother was 14. And then the one that follows was 11. I was four and a half. And my little sister was like, I think 15 months. And I saw him take us from that to a house in outskirts of Orlando, Florida. Struggle with the language, struggle financially, struggle to know sometimes how the next meal was coming, but that always did. He always gave with his whole heart and always worked with his whole heart that we always had provided for us, like meals and roof over our head and everything. And his dream was to give us a better life. And he did. He he gave us a much better life. He was humble and had such a big heart. Such a big heart. And was tough. <laughs> tough and mighty, I would say. He was relentless in his pursuit of providing us a better life. And he did. And I'm forever grateful. And I miss him. Hell, I miss him so much. And over the last few months, I have held myself I have held myself back from feeling, maybe because it hurts so much, but I have been keeping myself so busy that I didn't allow emotions to happen. I just kept it all down. And since he passed, we have seen cardinals all over, all over my mom's house, my house, my sister's house, my brother's house, like all over and things that we had never paid attention to seeing cardinals anywhere and every time I see one I just feel it's him saying hey I'm here and so for months I didn't see any cardinals and I would look for them and I'm like why am I not seeing him why is it that he's not coming to me and so many my mom's had so many dreams vivid dreams with him my sister just had her first one so I'm so excited for her so many people have come to me and I drummed with your dad today and I'm so happy for them and I feel but why hasn't he come to my dreams and so it has been this battle of of all these emotions that I was just not allowing to come out and admit to and just keeping myself busy. And I am urging you, if you are feeling any type of grief and if you are going through a tough time, give yourself that space to to really allow all of the emotions to happen so that you are better prepared and more capable of 
being truly aligned with yourself. I started this podcast because of my dad, because I was tired of not doing the things that I had set out to do. I was tired of it. And just his relentless nature, just, I I needed to. I went to a mindset conference and I've said this before. I went to this mindset conference and I went and did it and and everything was flowing so perfectly and I was so aligned and I don't know I allowed all of the things around me to just busy myself (laughs) I don't know if that even is how to say that I allowed everything to just my whole life to just be so busy that I did not take the time to say hold up Maria you need you need to like feel emotions and you need to allow yourself to just remember because I just kept trucking along and I was just trucking along. And so this episode is not going to be anything more than maybe a process for myself, but hopefully it'll be a process for anyone that is grieving, anyone that is feeling all these feelings and are just pressing them down, just completely like suppressing them to the point that they're just moving along life and not fully connected with with their emotions. So I am giving myself that space. I needed this so much. (laughs) I needed this so much. And I've really tried to honor and call out in the last few days the lessons that I learned from him over the years. He was just such an incredible person. And that legacy, I still have customers call his number. And every time it's like I rip off a Band-Aid because it's like it hurts. And every time they call and I have to tell them, no, he passed away. It's, oh my gosh, here we go again. However, I because it's been like that, oh my gosh, here we go again. I've held it in and not allowed myself, not given myself the space for that. So I'm here giving myself the space to talk openly about grief and it isn't linear it is all over the place I could have laughed two seconds ago danced a few hours ago and then I'm like on the floor crying like five minutes later (laughs) that has been my week So this week, as I started to open my my emotions back up and I just allowed myself to cry when I felt like I needed to cry, I've seen cardinals every single day this week. It is whatever sign for you, just allow it to be that. Allow, it doesn't have to be a cardinal. It could be a butterfly or whatever. It could be whatever. 
But the moment that you experience what you would call a sign and you feel in your heart that that's them, just know that it is. Just know that that is them. That is them telling you, hey, I love you and I'm here with you even if you can't see me. So that's what I got for you today. (laughs) All the emotions and I don't even want to apologize for them because they're important and they're valid and they're needed and the moment that you allow the emotions to happen things open up and you give you open up space in your body for all the abundance because the moment that you continue to shut everything off chaos happens and you're like what is why is this happening why is nothing ever enough right now and the moment that you allow those emotions and you let them out of your body, things open up, everything starts flowing, and life becomes a little bit more easier to tolerate, to be honest, and easier to deal with and easier to go through. And life is just chugging along a little bit easier now because I just allow myself to cry like a baby whenever I felt like it. So I hope this served you in some way. If you know of anyone that is experiencing grief and is having a hard time and you feel like this would serve them, please share. And I appreciate, I have so many friends that have just allowed me the opportunity to to express all of my emotions and then them supporting me throughout that time. And I wholeheartedly appreciate that community that I have been able to build. And I am really just super excited for what things open up going forward, because I know they're going to be dreams and goals that My dad's going to be right there with me along the way. And I'm excited. I'm excited for what's to come. Yeah. (laughs) So I hope that this helped you in some way. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out, guys. Love your life.